This is a HeadGum Podcast. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? I don't know. What? Uh, oh, because of the uncertainty. Tom, these are uncertain times. But yeah. honestly, I don't know. I can't tell if I'm if I'm happy or sad. If my if I feel physically good or if I feel the worst <laughs> or, that I've or ever or felt. Or still in my nervous? Life. Yeah. I just don't, I, I feel like the, the normal things that I use to judge my well-being or just my, any, the, the state that I'm in, yeah, um, they're all failing me. So I might be great. Okay, well, I'll take but it. But I might not be. I might be in, in it might be dire. It might, it might be, uh-oh, well, that's, uh, uh, things are looking pretty grim for old Timmy. Well, I hope that's not the case, Tim, for no other reason than, uh, you know, I count on this podcast as part of my income. Tom, do you ever think about that? What? One time I was thinking, I think it was like we hadn't talked in a few days. Uh-huh. And we're pretty good friends. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a, there's a pandemic on right now, right. so we're not seeing each other. Yeah. But um, for people that, that work together, we're pretty good friends. Yeah, we have a we have a we have a Slack uh, mm-hmm. workspace together. Yep. But like, I wow, feel like, a little you know, peek behind the scenes, Tim. Yeah, and we generally check in. I would say on an almost daily basis during the <laughs> yeah, week. Right? Yeah, at least send each other funny things or whatever. Yeah, but I think there were a few days where, you know, I didn't hear from you, and I didn't, and I was just like. I wonder if Tom's even alive. And then I was like, oh, if Tom died, that would suck on one level because we're friends. <laughs> but it would suck on another level because we're coworkers. Right. It would it would hit your bottom line, which is ultimately all you care about. Yeah. And then sometimes I let my mind you know, wander a little bit. You're like, oh, like, geez, how many Patreon subscribers are we going to lose if Tom's dead? No, but it's just like, if you Is died, half too generous? If you died, would I have to, you know, like, well, now I have to record a somber episode explaining how Tom died. Yeah, or like, it, uh, like uh, uh, Walter Cronkite reporting that the president's dead. Exactly. Um, and I don't know. I don't think I'd be able to make it very funny or entertaining. Yeah. Well, we should record, uh, you know, how they like write obituaries for old people, you know, that mm. they're expecting to to die in the semi near future ahead of time. Right. We should record those ahead of time so that, you know, w- eventually one of us is going to die. And of course, we'll still be doing the podcast regardless of when that happens. Yeah, when when one of us dies of extremely old age, <laughs> right? Even even though it's the far future and they've replaced all of our organs with machines, you know, sooner or later the Grim Reaper comes for everyone. Yeah. So we should. And then re- they'll 
you know, it'll be uh, 2085 or whatever. Yeah. And uh, they'll hear, uh, you know, us in our in our 30s mm-hmm. being like, hey, guess what? Tom died. Yeah. And they'll be like, how come this episode isn't in hologram? Well, yeah. How come it's not in senso feel? How come I can't uh, smell the boys in this episode? They probably won't call us boys when we're over 100 years old, but. Yeah. I don't want to smell any of the entertainers that no yeah you would you tim you'd be Who very do i ent- want to smell everyone why wouldn't you want to smell what an entertain that's one. i think that's one of the most interesting things about meeting famous people is that you're like oh that's how they smell because some famous people tim smell real good well yeah i'd want to smell pierce brosnan of course <laughs> right oh yeah you're telling me that that guy doesn't smell like a million bucks I mean, I'm sure I'm sure he does, but yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know that I'd want to uh, smell Pamela Anderson Lee. Um, is that I would, still her name. <laughs> I would at least be interested. I bet she yeah. wears like a pretty strong perfume. Uh, but who knows? Maybe she doesn't. Maybe it's like, oh, she just has like a very nice natural smell about her. Yeah, I'm also imagining both of us. On either side of a celebrity sniffing their bare arms. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I'm not interested in the smells of celebrity stuff. Well, you're a fool. Tim, I remember when we met uh, David Byrne a couple of years ago. He smelled great. I don't remember how he smelled, but I had also drank like 15 whiskeys at that Oh, point. no. Well, yeah, I had too, but like, you know, the old factory is the last uh, sense to go. And I was like, not only is this guy handsome, but uh, pleasing to the eyes, he's pleasing to the nose. I walked up to David Byrne, and it was, you know, it wasn't us hanging up, hanging out with David <laughs> Byrne. It no. was, there were a lot of people. Um, it was an after party for Yeah, for a, a big after party. Um, I went up to him three separate times to take <laughs> pictures, and he gladly, and nobody else was taking pictures with him. Yeah. Nobody else, everybody else was playing it cool. Yeah. And I went up like once, and then 15 minutes later, and then 15 minutes after that, and each time I was like, David Byrne? Holy <laughs> shit. And uh, so I have a series of me progressively drunker with David Byrne. Couldn't have been a nicer guy, but I don't remember how he smelled. <sighs> Well, you're a fool. You should have uh, committed his smell to memory. Uh, but he's the kind of he, that's the kind of celebrity that uh, he's all for that. I bet like everybody trying to be cool fools. He doesn't he doesn't care about people trying to be cool. Yeah, that's true. If you're into him and you want a picture with him, he'd be thrilled to do that for you. Mm-hmm. That's just the kind of guy he is. My friend David Byrne smells great. Um, Tom, so mm-hmm. if one of us dies before we're over a hundred years old, right? God forbid. What happens to the show? Do do you have? Do I have your blessing to continue the show without you? Uh, I would hope it would be far enough along that we would have both uh, like uploaded our consciousnesses. Oh, like that movie. What was that movie? Uh, the, uh, the one with Johnny Depp, that one? Yeah, where Johnny Depp uh, is... <sighs> that, that was like uh, the worst up- movie I've ever seen in my life. Um, and I can't remember the name of it, but it, it was something like that. It might have been called like Conscience or or some a word similar to that. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, Transcendence. Yes. I like that you're like, that's the worst movie I ever saw. The rest of us were like, that movie looks dumb. I'm not going to see that. <laughs> and you're just like, nah, but I'm going to give it a shot. Like Johnny Depp sci-fi. Well, it's never steered me wrong before. I feel like uploading one's conscience I- I- into a computer is enough in your wheelhouse that you're like, well, I have to check it out. Oh, I absolutely. Get, like, that was I was like, that's a cool concept. Yeah. Uh, I don't have too much faith that Johnny Depp like signed on to a good script. <laughs> right. But uh, I'll check it out. And it was bad. But yeah, hopefully that technology still comes to fruition and uh, we can continue the show indefinitely. Yeah, but what what if what if that doesn't happen or, you know, you can't afford it? What if well, then hopefully we'll both have at least trained artificial intelligences well enough that uh that they can yeah, keep the I mean a lot of times Tim we're telling the same jokes and the same stories. You could probably just he- Put, put together people clips. point that out all the time <laughs> people have started transcribing uh how we how we uh say the same things yeah often years apart oh absolutely i mean uh, we we both have a finite amount of ideas and it's mm-hmm. uh pretty small to be honest with you yeah i mean we've we've I've said all the things that <laughs> i'm ever gonna say I've, I've said all the original thoughts that i'm ever gonna have yeah uh and some of them honestly weren't even that original no, most of them. A were lot of them, from, I've noticed. Uh, you've Richard stolen... Jenny stand up from the 1980s and uh, soap operas. Also, I've noticed a lot when you're outraged. A lot exactly. of times, it's yeah, like, when oh, I'm, I, when I'm I being remember. Conniving. I remember that from General Hospital last, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a few seasons ago. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Should we maybe now record uh, like little thing, a little? Uh, so if one of us dies, we have something to play. And then we don't have to worry about it, you know, the week of. Well, I mean, am I going to record? Is uh, that tempting if, the if, devil once again? I think it might be tempting the devil. Here's here's what I'm thinking. This was always my thought, and I've probably said this on the show because I don't have any original thoughts. <laughs> but you know how Dave Thomas used to be the spokesman for Wendy's? He was the yeah. founder and CEO. Do I know you know damn well that I know that. Tom, I got to set these things up. <laughs> okay. If I was just like, oh, what Dave Thomas should have done, like, uh, we're going to lose everybody. Not Dave everybody's Founder... brain is filled with as much <laughs> freaking garbage as the, as the two of our brains. <laughs> Not everybody learned a majority of what's in their head from commercials. <laughs> um, Dave Thomas was the founder of Wendy's, the, mm-hmm. the fast food restaurant. Yeah. And uh, he was the spokesman up until he died, probably like what? I'm going to say Dave Thomas died in 2004. What's your yeah, over th- that? Yeah, that, that sounds about right. I was going to say late 90s, early aughts. Yeah. Early aughts um, sounds more accurate, though. Um, sorry, now I, now I need to know. 2002. Okay. So I was right. Um, price is right rules I lost. Um, but he was in every commercial for a while. Right. And I always thought, you know, this guy's getting up there, mm-hmm. and I don't want to think about um, his eventual passing. Actually, he, oh, this is sad. He was only 69 when he died. Nice. Um, great, great. Um, <laughs> the man died. <laughs> uh, I always thought they should do just for, maybe just for the Halloween season. <laughs> oh, no. Be like, hey, Dave, look. You're not going to live forever. Hopefully, you know, it will benefit everybody, your family and everybody. Yeah. If Wendy's is along, is is around 
long after you pass. Right. Uh, you know, we can give your appearance fee to the Dave Thomas Foundation. They do a lot of good work with uh, adoption, I believe. Exactly. And we're going to cover you with this flower or powder yeah. or something. Uh-huh. And you're going to be, and we're going to put chains on you. <laughs> and for for the Halloween uh, commercials, for every year after you pass, you're just like, oh, it's me, the ghost of Dave Thomas. Yeah, here to tell you about you for the... some spooky hamburgers. Yeah, our so new the, spooky hamburger. The spooky baconator. Yeah. Yeah, it's why not? A... And especially if he, if he appeared as a ghost, then they can get away with it forever. Because even if, uh, you know, as like a, we progress to like 8K TVs and whatever beyond that, it's still like, well, but. You know, yeah, but we only have like a 1080 footage of Dave Thomas. Maybe not even 720. Maybe not even 480. It was it, Thomas 2002. They 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 were they were. You ever see an episode of any TV show from 2002? <laughs> yeah, it looks horrible. Um. So okay, this so they just have like standard definition footage of him. It's fine because he's going to be see through. He's going to be a ghost, so it doesn't matter if you don't have all the pixels. Exactly. And it's also just like, I don't know, this is how he was when we captured him. You don't know how, you know, how how often do you see a real life ghost on TV? Yeah, you don't know how the afterlife works. Maybe the afterlife's in lower resolution. I think that only works if they started, you know, if they if they filmed that in 2001 mm-hmm. and then only started showing <laughs> those commercials in like 2012. Oh, you know, no, like, I think oh, it would be better like 10 if they, years after his death. No, if they started showing them like months after he died, I think that would be the best way to do it. Just to that, upset his family? <laughs> <laughs> no, they would be seeing him again. That's what oh, I didn't know about this, but I recently saw. Did you know, like a few years ago, uh, Kanye West got Kim Kardashian a hologram of her dad for her birthday? What, this was like six days ago tom oh was it oh i thought it was years ago and it just like came up again oh i don't think so um but like you know and she was like oh i was so moved and and it's the same as the uh the 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 tupac hologram it's pepper's ghost it's not a complicated hologram and basically all they're doing is hiring an actor to dress, move, and talk like the person is what they did with Tupac. And then they're using, you know, deep fake technology or whatever to just graft somebody else's face onto that actor. Uh, and, you know, Kim Kardashian posted about, like, how amazing it was and, like, blah, blah, blah. I would hate that. I, that is not sweet. That is psychotic. Exactly. Like, that's the last thing that, you know, my father's no longer with us. I don't want to see his face on an actor, like, relaying personal details to me. That's not going to make me feel reassured. I don't understand how that would make her feel reassured. Did she think it was real? <laughs> now, now, hear me out. Mm-hmm. What if he was promoting... An exciting new hamburger. Then that's fine. Then I'm interested because then it's like, well, that's what I'm after. And I'm a hard customer to get to, Tim. So you got to do a lot to cut through the noise as far as hamburgers are concerned to get my attention. All right, Tom. Mm -hmm. It's time to give back. Finally. Not finally. finally. We give back a lot. Hey. Cut the crap, Tim and Tom. When are you gonna? When are you gonna uh, 
cut through all this uncertainty in the world. Yeah, and and finally provide some answers. Yeah, some guidance for people. Some solutions, some actionable items. That's right. Uh, this week, we're doing another uh, All Solves Your Problems episode. And do we play the music here? Um, yeah. Um, uh, and I should mention, yes, we, we should do this more often. Yes. We, we, we sometimes do it at the end of, of an episode. We used to do it at the end of every episode. I don't uh-huh. know if that's true. You know what this show needs, Tom? A producer. A producer. Yeah. But we're just, I'm too, uh, we're stingy. I'm not going to do it. You're not going to do it. And we're <laughs> sure as shit not going to hire somebody to do it. <laughs> exactly. So... Because what if that person dies? Right. And then what are we going to do? Start all over again? Yeah. No. No. Thank you. Um, Tom, uh, this first. Oh, if you have a, a problem you'd like us to solve, you can email us at thecompleteguidetoeverything at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Although, please don't email us. Um, this first one, Tom, comes from a boy named Tom. Oh, like me. Like you. Should we call him something else? Uh, no, it's fine to call him Tom. Uh, but call, you're going to get confused. What if you call him Lil Tom or Big Lil Tom? Tom. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely younger than you. Okay, Lil Tom, Tom Jr. All right, Tom Jr., hmm. your son. <laughs> Dear Tim and Tom, he writes, Yes. I'm a longtime fan of the show and was hoping that you could help me out with my current dilemma. Now, he calls a problem a dilemma because he wants to feel... Uh, sophisticated. Sophisticated. But I don't think that... Isn't a dilemma... Typical Tom. Isn't a dilemma specifically you need to choose between two things? Like, it's a choice. I don't know, Tim. Why are you being so pedantic? Because it's... I don't know, because we got to fill an hour. <laughs> and we didn't get a lot of emails. Um, well, we didn't get a lot of emails because we haven't done this in a while. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I've never, I, I actually have never heard that before about dilemma. Okay. I thought it was a, just a synonym for problem or like a okay. less severe problem. Yeah, I think a dilemma, I don't think it's necessarily a, it, it's, I'm seeing here, it's coming across the wire that it's an unpleasant choice. Right. Nobody comes, but, but it is a choice. It's like there right. are, are are definite. Um, should I do this or should I do this or should I do this? And this seems a little yeah. bit more open minded. It's not like uh, you know the doctor comes in and says, "Well, there's a dilemma about your kidneys." <laughs> right. They say there's a problem. They say there's a problem. Did the doctor say that to you, Tom? No, my kidneys. Actually, I don't know. My kidneys might be shit after I got gout. I'm trying yeah. to keep. Uh, I'm I'm taking special vitamins now. Nice Flintstones. Ooh, I'm currently. I'm sharing part of a the. Half- uh, I'm doing the paleo diet now, so I'm taking Flintstones vitamins. It's <laughs> a good joke. Thank you. 
I am currently sharing a house with two other guys, uh, Tom Jr. writes. Okay. It's not ideal, and I'm not planning on living here forever. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> but they are nice enough people, and for the most part, things are okay. Okay. However, mm. here's where it turns, Tom. One of them has some pretty infuriating habits when it comes to food. Invariably, he will cook enormous meals and not finish them, then put the leftovers in the fridge where they will quickly go moldy. Yeah. Now, he says quickly go moldy. You might want to check the temp in the fridge. <laughs> right, yeah. Things, no matter what you put in the fridge, it shouldn't quickly go moldy. Yeah. Uh, unless your, uh, your uh, definition of quick is different than mine. Exactly. And, you know, this guy's using dilemma when he means problems. So, yeah, so who yeah, knows? Uh, unreliable narrator. Right. Narrator. He eats rice every single day. That's not a problem. <laughs> and somehow still hasn't worked out the correct amount of rice to cook as our fridge is full of Tupperware boxes, full of rice in varying states of decomposition. That's weird. You should let him know that he can heat up the rice that he has already cooked that is in the in the refrigerator. Right, or he can get a better idea of how much rice he likes to eat and just cook yeah. that amount. Right. Also, and I'm aware this is fairly petty of me, every day without fail, he will eat scrambled eggs for breakfast and uses the microwave to cook them, Ugh. which makes the house smell like farts. Yeah. Later, for lunch, he boils vegetables, which also makes oh, the house Jesus smell like Christ. farts. For some reason, both of these fart smells linger far longer than any other food smell I've come across, and it just feels like I'm living in a fart a lot of the time. <laughs> uh, hell on earth. In our city, we're not supposed to throw out any food waste in our main bin. You're supposed to have a separate food waste bin, but somebody stole ours. Composting. I'd like to know what city this is. Yeah. It's nice. And now our regular bin has a bad reputation in the street as it's got flies and maggots buzzing around it mm. due to all the food he throws away. What should I do? Thanks, Tom in England. Feel free to make up a name for me. It's Tom Jr. P.S. Does Tom, he's talking about you yeah. now, Uh huh. know that he gets a shout out on an early Dan Deacon and friend of the show track called Moses versus Predator. What a world, eh? Yeah, uh, I do. Uh, do you know that too, Tim? I know, but you know, we both know that. <laughs> I remember one time at the height of Dan Deacon mania, uh huh, um, in Brooklyn. Yeah, right when when you know everybody in Brooklyn was all Dan Deacon this and Dan Deacon mm -hmm. that. We were out at a bar with Dan Deacon, <laughs> you and I, and a fan of his came up to the uh, to the table. Uh huh. And Dan is a nice man. Yeah. Um, and so the fam was like, oh, yeah, you're, you're, you know, like me and David Byrne, I guess. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> trying to do that. And uh, Dan was like, oh, cool. Yeah. Hey, thanks. Nice to meet you. These are my friends, uh, Tim and Tom. And you said to me, he probably knows I'm Tom from the song Moses versus Predator. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> and to this day, I can't. I I don't know if you were joking or not. That that sounds like a joke. Although I have been with Dan in in situations like that where he's introduced me using my full name, and the people have been like, "Oh my God, you're real!" Oh wow, people know uh, some deep cut uh, double D songs, huh? Yeah, I mean this this again was like years ago, and uh, 
uh, you know, uh, these were like big fans. I think yeah. these weren't just uh, uh, casuals coming up to him. Now, are you pl- are, are, are are you implying that Dan Deacon isn't uh, his career isn't no, going I'm as well saying, as it used to be a no, long time ago? Are I'm, you saying he's washed up? I'm saying that he had a smaller a friend of ours, a oh, smaller geez. catalog, so it was easier to comb through. I get it. So now he's got uh, well, and I personally, I think his albums get better and better. So I think that. Uh, you know, probably a lot of his fans don't dive into the old stuff because they've got the new stuff to to keep him satiated. I think they're all equally good, which is uh, wow. ten out of ten. So you think he hasn't gotten any better? No, because when you start this... when you start perfect, Tom, there's nowhere to go. Um. Uh, anyway, this guy, this other Tom's problem, Tom Junior. Okay, there's a lot of problems. Well, Number one, I was. Well, let me say number one. Number one, get a new compost bin. Just call the city or whatever. They'll they'll give you one. Yeah. Like, no, I, if somebody did, probably nobody stole it. Probably it blew away or something. Who's going to steal a compost bin? Exactly. For what reason? Especially a used one. And especially if if your town mandates composting, are they like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be cheeky and do more composting? Like, what... Presumably, they're from your town. They've already got a compost bin. Where where are they going to do with two? Yeah. Or just steal somebody else's. No, because then that's just, that might have been what happened in the first place. Yeah, no, maybe. Well, you just said that <laughs> well, it, now it you're wasn't just pa- Now you're just passing the buck, though, if you're stealing somebody else's. It's the circle of life. That's not what the circle of life means. You can't compost... Like in those city ones, you can't put human waste in there, right? No. But how would they know? They wouldn't know, but like, how would they know if you put, you know, a a styrofoam cup in there? Well, they'd see it. What if it was under a bunch of other stuff? Well, when the mixer mixes it all up, then they'd see it. Maybe you can put human waste in there. I don't know. I don't think so. I know that I was uh, looking into, again, for no reason whatsoever, um, that if you live off the grid, there's this uh, uh, contraption you can buy. I think it's called biogas. And it's Mm -hmm. basically like a big inflatable composter that you put next to your home and it creates actual gas and you can use that as cooking gas. Like you can hook the whole thing up. That's what uh, the city of New York was doing with their brown bins, Tom. Oh, okay. You remember when we always used to go to the waste treatment? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, thing? we didn't always go. We went a couple of times. I mean, times. I went a bunch of times. Uh, <laughs> you take a tour of the waste treatment plant in, in Greenpoint. Um, but uh, when they had the compost thing going um, before COVID, um, they, they had like an offshoot there where they would compost and capture that essentially natural gas yeah huh yeah. well uh i was just gonna say that i i looked into this thing and one of the uh, one of the biggest hurdles is that i live on the grid but the second biggest hurdle was that um essentially to like get the thing started you're gonna have to go to like a local farmer and buy a bunch of f- extremely fresh manure from them and That's they fine. and they one sa- time and they said uh like don't use human waste like that that could be very dangerous i think why 
Just because I think, you know, humans have bacteria and stuff that's, uh, I don't know, better at attacking humans. I don't know. I think human, you don't see a lot of human manure. But you see animal manure, and there's a reason for that. I think it's just a cultural thing. I think it's just unpalatable to people. People don't want to. No, I, um, I, I honestly do think that it is like different types of bacteria, and it's just a bad idea. So a horse's poop and a and a human's poop are, are measurably different, not just because of the type of food. Like if we ate right. oats mm-hmm. all day, would you say no? And, because and we have a salt we, lick. We have different gut bacteria than horses. Yeah, but you and I have different gut bacteria, and you know, horse A and horse B are going to have different gut bacteria. Yeah, but as not well. that, not as different as between one of us and a horse. Mm-hmm. They Maybe. just say it's a bad idea because you know the way this thing works. I think is, they just don't want to. They don't want people, you know, saving their own poop. I don't think. Why would they care? They've already sold you the, the whole contraption. They're themselves up to, to lawsuits. It's not good yeah, if somebody's neighbor is like everybody who buys dangerous. your product. Their neighbors start complaining that you know, oh, he just goes and shits in this thing all <laughs> he day shits every in this day. Bag outside every day, and it's not the it's not as far as I'm aware the gas that's dangerous. It's because like you you the system also produces uh, like fertilizer to use. Right. And that's okay. what they're saying is bad. Look, I don't know all the things, Tim. I'm not a some kind of a farm doctor, but I'm just telling you what a website told me. Right. Now, about Tom Jr.'s problem, uh, what do you think he should do? Um, well, number one, I think you're right. Get the get the bin. Yeah. Number two, the rice thing is so all right. It's 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 a number thing. Number one, check uh, get get the the compost bin. Number two, check the temperature of the refrigerator. Things yes. are going moldy very quickly. <laughs> yeah, um, that might need spoon, some might need yeah, to turn be turn it down a little bit. Yeah, it might need to be dethawed or something like that. Might not even be plugged in. Or are they shutting the door to the refrigerator? That's a good question. If you leave it open. It's it's almost useless. Yeah, I think in England they're called ice boxes. Well, he said refrigerator. He said fridge. He's just trying to be nice to us, Tim. Um, and I believe in ri- England they're called ice boxes, and they still use uh, a man comes and delivers ice. He eats rice every single day, so he makes rice, and there's always leftover rice. He puts that in the fridge, mm-hmm. and then the next day he makes another rice dish yeah. and starts new rice from scratch. Mm-hmm. No, just take that rice out of the fridge from the previous day. And if the fridge is at the appropriate temperature, <laughs> the rice will not be moldy. He right. can incorporate that into his meal, and there you go. Or just learn how much rice to make. There, you can Google how much cooked rice, how much cooked rice, how much uh, uncooked rice uh, translates to how much cooked rice. Or you can just Google how much rice do I eat. Yeah. And if uh, you've done enough Google searches, which you probably have in your life, it knows. it'll know. Yeah. Uh, I was going to suggest take some of the, the rice from the fridge he's not eating, put it back with the uncooked rice. Mm. So then he, you know, he uses it again. Yeah. I mean, it, it, six of one, half dozen of the other, Tom, we're saying the same thing. Eat the rice. <laughs>
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. So, Tom, are we done with the last problem? Yeah, put the rice back in the bag. Put the eggs back in their shells. You didn't, I mean, I feel like Tom Jr. was really trying to appeal to you Mm -hmm. by by bringing up farts numerous times. And he did. He did appeal to me. And that's just tell him you're proud of him. That's what I'm Tom Jr. I'm proud of you. Okay, cool. And then we don't have to talk about farts. Um, This next one, Tom, comes from somebody and they're very smart. They said problem. the, the, The subject line problems. Please don't use my real name. That's how you do it. Otherwise, we're going to accidentally use your real name. <laughs> no, we're very good about not using people's re- If somebody asks, we don't use it. Yeah, except that one time when we did a live show and you gave out that person's email address. <laughs> that was different. And he was pissed when you did it in the room, but he was presumably more pissed when we released that live episode it's a podcast episode, and we didn't bleep out his email address. Well, we don't bleep out our email address. Look, that That's was true. years ago. Yeah, we Tim. have a policy. Sorry, bud. We got a policy. That was years ago. Look, we, we won't mention your name. We may mention your email address. Why weren't we invited back to the London Podcast Festival this year? <laughs> it's a good question, Tim. A very good question. There's no explanation for it. Tom, so this came from Carl. Okay. We're calling him. Hey, Tim and Tom, mm-hmm. out of the dozen podcasts I listen to, you are the funniest. Wow. Maybe the yeah, rest are true crime. Yeah, they're true crime. They're like a, a World War II. <laughs> History podcasts. Yeah. Um, specifically, like, focusing on the Holocaust. So it's yeah. like, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I would hope we're funnier than right. that. Just barely. Jesus. Yeah. Um. He doesn't say that we're the least upsetting. So, <laughs> so yeah, who knows? Yeah. Um, I'm looking for some advice if you can spare some. Of course we can. Hey, brother, can you spare some advice? And then he, uh, there's like a title in here, um, and it's entitled Awful Guests. Okay. My wife, maybe this guy could be, maybe Carl can be our producer. He's really, uh, <laughs> it seems like he's, he's really on top straight. of things. He's, he's on the ball. It's like, don't use my name. I'll tell you what name to use. And right. I'm going to put that up front and I'm going to title this out. I'm going to, I'm going to compliment you. Um, my wife's family is the worst. My wife, our Ooh, kid, yikes, and I. Yikes, that's live- risky. <laughs> it's Carl. I know, but I'm just saying, he's, he's putting a lot of faith in us. 
And, you know, what are we going to do? Hire him to be our producer now? And then it's going to be obvious. If we have a new producer next week, it's this guy. Yeah. Also, I feel like it gives enough information. (laughs) Well, maybe maybe if there's some information that should be kept out, you can do a little editing work. Now you're all for editing out people's personal information. Yeah, Tim, I people change, people grow. Um, my wife's family is the worst. My wife, our kid, and I live at her parents' house. Mm-hmm. She has one brother and a sister with a husband and two children. Well, that narrows down ninety nine percent of the population right there. Exactly. Who who even who's a woman with a brother? Right. And a sister. Um, for starters, her dad has some respiratory issue, which <laughs> well, that's, yeah, I not... don't think. <laughs> um, no, Carl goes on. And as it is 2020, concerns of him oh, having yeah. COVID are very real. He doesn't believe in germs oh, and no. frequently comes around he to say hi. He doesn't believe in germs? Yeah, I, that's, a, that's a thing now, Tom. <sighs> That's like what they thought in the mid eight medieval times because they didn't know about it yet. Yeah, guess what? It's fucking dark times, Tom. <laughs> uh, he doesn't believe in germs and frequently comes around to say hi when I'm feeding my kid without a mask on. Mm-hmm. He is an old man and also and he also washes his hands infrequently. How did he get those respiratory problems then? Does what did he think that came from? I mean, I'm not saying it was germs, but like. I don't know. They just say he thinks, you know, oh, the, the, probably the, the yeah. liberals or something. <laughs> right. Well, that, um, yeah, that sucks. He wa- he also washes his hands infrequently. Tom, uh-huh. compared to March, April, May, mm-hmm. how frequently are you washing your hands these days? Uh, I still use hand sanitizer whenever I come home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like whenever, like I have a little bottle in the car, um, yeah, I still wash my hands when I go to the bathroom, even though it's a pain with my broken thumb. Oh yeah. Um, but I'm definitely not doing, I'm not doing the full 20 second scrub. I'm doing the, like, I think this is good enough. Yeah. Especially when they're like, look, you're not going to get it from touching your mail. Oh, yeah, especially when when they were like, nah, that's not really how it spreads. Like, it's still a good idea. And that's what I'm, basically I'm trying to keep up, that, like, I haven't gotten sick for more than, like, a day or so since this has all started. And I think that has to be in large part to, like, better hand hygiene. Well, it's also in large part because you were uh, they they sent a helicopter to take you to uh, uh, Walter Reed, um, and they pumped you through uh, pumped you up with a bunch of steroids and stuff. Yeah, but they'll do that for anyone, Tim. That's People true. just don't ask. You just got to learn to ask. You know what? Advocate for yourself. Yeah, that's my advice to everybody. There's no harm in asking. Uh, secondly, her brother is a turd. He finally moved out of the house a year ago at 32 years old. Well, this guy's living at his wife's house, so I don't know how much. Uh, But still drops his laundry off for his mom to do. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, he gets most of his groceries from taking things home, uh, taking things from the house. Yeah, sometimes helping himself to stuff my wife or I purchased. Oh, that's fucked. Yeah, yeah. He is the favorite of all three children. So when he is pissy at someone, the parents take his side. 
Tom, you know what must suck? What? Inter-family strife. Yeah. And I think this is... Look, I am... I'm privileged in a lot of ways. Um, mm-hmm. I was born uh, uh, yeah, n- not upper too much, middle class yeah. white male in America. Unfortunately, not too much in the brains department. Tom, I make up for that in brawn. <laughs> That's true. That's what you're known for. You just like, muscle your way out of a lot of situations. Exactly. Um, but like, I don't know. I can, I If I had a family that like, was catty and people had like alliances and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think I'd just be like, you know what? I'm going to move away. I, I, I don't want to <laughs> deal with this shit. Oh a- yeah, absolutely. Same here. Like I was going to say, I'm sure you had the same situation of like, whenever I'm at home, I'm like always trying to be sent home with a bunch of things uh, like food wise. I'm like, no, I, I have food like and my mom will be like how about like this box of minute rice do you need this i'm like no i'll go to the store and get that if i want so it's just you know random how much stuff. rice is in my refrigerator right now <laughs> yeah i've been cooking too much rice for months now mom mom stop giving me rice i have too much as it is it's rotting uh so the idea of like going and taking yeah that that uh yeah. w- wouldn't cross my mind i do that sometimes I mean, I don't go home, especially nowadays, uh, that often. And sometimes, right. like, I will see something. If I know I like it and, like, my mom doesn't like it, sure, I'll be like, hey, uh, are you going to eat these uh, Reese's peanut butter cups that somebody gave you? <laughs> Who's giving your mom Reese's peanut butter cups? Did she go trick-or-treating? That's, that's, that's what dangerous. I'd like to know. Uh, um, nextly, whenever my wife's sister's family comes to visit, they never clean up after themselves for the length of the t- of the visit. They break things and don't tell anyone. How <laughs> well, that's that? weird. They complain about how messy the house is when it is their mess. Hmm. Wow. Um, her sister and hubby, oh, Carl, you lost me, um, <laughs> bullied the brother, my wife and I, unprovoked. Um, so there's a hierarchy. It seems like yeah. he hates he hates the brother who's a turd, mm-hmm. but the sister and her hubby are even worse because they bully the brother. Right. Um, it, it's they're like the worst tri- trickle down bullying. Yeah, I mean that's what happens. Yeah, uh, oh, absolutely. Hurt people, hurt people. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the worst out of the bunch, but we see them the le- the least. The sister and husband love going to concerts. Uh, but to do that, they dump their kids on the grandma, party too hard, and then are incapable of caring for their kids the following day. They've done this a handful of times. I think that's cool. I'm sorry. I'm not. <laughs> I think that's cool. If somebody's willing to watch your kids and you want to go out and be fun, hopefully they're with their friends yeah. who haven't seen them for a while because they got some friggin' boring kid. And uh, they get to go and get hammered at a built to spill concert or something. <laughs> I yeah, I would say that as long as that's not happening too regularly, which I can't imagine it is, then like yeah. that's that's the least of the offenses. Yeah, agreed. Um, all of these issues are worsened by the fact that my wife doesn't want to leave all the mess for her mom to clean up. But that means after a long day at work, she comes home to an angry husband mm-hmm. due to her shitty family. And a pile of trash to clean. Well, I got a suggestion that I'll put a pin in right now. 
I generally try to take our amazing kid to the park, but then I get accused of not letting him play with their TV-obsessed spawn. Besides the TV thing, the kids are fine. Great. Let's not bring the kids into this. Yeah, and um, let's not besmirch television either. Yeah. Yeah, television has done a lot of great things for all of us. Introduce me to Dave Thomas, for example. <laughs> yeah. How else would you have? You would have never met him, but you did, in a way, get to meet him every day. Yeah, and he made me the man I am today. Yeah, you welcomed him into your home. Um, this weekend, both siblings and company are coming to visit. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty confident they know what they do annoys me because I have talked to both of them. Mm-hmm. I am generally a calm person, but I am of the firm belief that if I let someone know that something annoys me, the next course of action is a fist fight. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound like a calm person. Yeah, I don't ask unless something is really wrong. Um, I believe this may be the weekend I earn our eviction notice by pummeling someone. Um, how do I handle this situation? I'm pretty confident my solution of violence is wrong. All right, especially because <laughs> I don't want my kid. Step. Yeah, especially because I don't want my kid to get the idea that anger is a solution. I've debated farting on all of their pillows. Man, they're catering to you today, Tom. That or was going to dunk- be the first thing I suggested. So yeah, or dunking toothbrushes and bad stuff. Hmm. Oh, what about letting some air out of their car tires, but then they would stay longer. No good. Please help. Thank you. Note, I'm a mid-30s student in the sciences, Mm. and we live at her parents' house rent-free. We've been there for two-plus years. Also, I am taller than Tom. (sighs) All right. P.S. Uh, Look, this this guy sounds like he's just picking fights left and right. I know, right? (laughs) Um, P.S. If this is worth trying to solve, this problem will be applicable in the future as well. Uh, Also, I relish playing this for them, assuming you take my side. I might even offer some relish during it because I know how much Tim loves his condiments. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, he's not (laughs) picking a fight with me. Um. Uh, I I hesitate to say too much because Uh um, Carl really seems like a loyal listener. He listens to a dozen podcasts, Tom. Yeah. We're the funniest. For example, what's something you hesitate to say? I hesitate to say you're crapping on the brother for moving out at 32. Yeah. You're... At least he's a blood relative, right? You're you're a, you're a student living there rent free in in your mid thirties. Yeah, well, I assume that his justification is that he's a student, so he's not making money. I mean, he didn't say what the what the situation with his wife is. Um, but I but regardless of the situation, yeah, it's a little uh, the kettle calling the pot black. Yeah, we'd. We'd all like to be students, wouldn't we? Tim, I'm a I consider myself a student of life. Yeah, me too, but like Tom, do you regret spending your youth the way that you spent your youth? Yes, of course I do. Every day I regret spending my right? Every day I think either I shouldn't have gone to college at all or I should have gone to college and taken it even a little bit serious. Yeah. And 
you should have done all this stuff. Like I, I was worried about like being prudent and like not being reckless in youth. Yeah. And now it's like, I should have been reckless because I can never be reckless now. Right. That sucks. Yeah. We, we, we tried to, I don't know, not have it both ways. I guess not have it either way. <laughs> not, yeah. not just like go wild, but not just be serious. It was just kind of like a waste of time. Yeah. Just been wasting my fucking life. <laughs> Man, age six, age 16 to like, 35 i think i just completely screwed up yeah well that's uh why i recommended you see that juvenile detention center so many times a few years ago <laughs> but it's <laughs> to, right. to, to give pep talks straighten kids out <laughs> yeah, exactly tim i thought you could scare some kids straight about like look either be more bad or get your shit together Either yeah, take full no, advantage of the fact that you can't be tried as an adult or go back to school. No, I think it's not juvie. I need to go to some like suburban high school. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, AP class and find find the 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 shitheads not paying or, you know, skating by. And right. Just be like, yeah. Look, I was you once, man. And I fucked it up because you're you're having a little bit of fun but you're not having enough fun right yeah it's not worth what you're what you're throwing away yeah and if you have just a little bit less fun you'll set yourself up to have a way better life yeah just be like uh rich right or just you know if that's not for you then yeah just have more fun than you currently are yeah um yeah, I would say, well, I would also say I I can identify with this guy, Carl. I can identify with the uh, like seething rage barely beneath the surface and uh, having the uh, the like, I feel like this is kind of like a Irish, Scottish, English type thing of like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say anything <laughs> until I explode. <laughs> There's two. If there's one thing I know about the two of us, it's seething rage just below the surface. <laughs> right. Where it's like I'm not, I'm not going to cause any kind of problem until I cause a huge problem. And yeah, I would recommend I just against that. Ruin everything. <laughs> I would recommend against, uh, like you know, just sitting there quietly until you get up and pummel somebody. <laughs> um. And I know he said that he's talked with people, but I would still even, uh, I don't know, like if they're leaving trash or something, like say, hey, that's your trash. But you mind picking that up? Like do that kind of stuff before you start pummeling people. I mean, maybe it's not going to work. You know, maybe he has done that, but uh, I don't know. Well, I would also say he he was talking about his wife having to clean up and then, uh, you know, uh, comes home to uh, uh, an angry husband. Well, don't be that. <laughs> don't be angry at your wife for this like that. That's uh, misdirecting your rage. Yeah, it it sucks to say this. Um, but Carl, you're in your mid 30s. You're a student. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that's that's cool, mm-hmm. um, but you're living rent free at your in laws, and currently living eat... rent free in both of our heads. Exactly. You know what I hate when they friggin' say that. 
<laughs> Look, I'm going to say this for the... No, I'm not going to... I'm not going to acknowledge things. But um, <laughs> I just hate that phrase. Oh, we're living rent-free in your... Oh, looks yeah. like... It's like when people are like elected officials and mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm living rent-free in your head. It's like, no, you're creating fucking policy that affects my life. That's not... Right. That's, that's well, different from me being like, oh, I'm mad at this guy because he exists. Cause well, he, and also... sure uh, doesn't. Uh, under what circumstances is somebody paying rent to live in somebody's head? I know. Imagine someone is like, I'll pay you to think about me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That's Five dollars like... if you just... It, I, it, I don't even care what you think. Well, yeah. it, it has to be a nice... It has to be a nice thought, actually. But I'm going to have to take you at your word for that, because I won't actually know. Yeah. Yeah, you have to like get a psychic to notarize it. Yeah. Or you go into an MRI machine and they know what's <laughs> part of the, the, the brain lights up when you're yeah, thinking about Yeah, they know somebody. about, yeah, they can see like good thoughts and bad thoughts, I think, in one of those machines. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I don't know if insurance will cover that kind of MRI work, but I don't know, just say you have a well, excruciating headache. Well, what if the guy who's paying you to live rent Oh, to, he's to also live paying for the MRIs. Yeah. Okay, yeah, then sure. But then you also get like 20% on top of that. Uh, on top of the MRI costs? Yeah, that's a, that's your fee. Yeah, that is. Because the MRI nice. is going to be like $11,000. Yeah, it's going to be expensive. I would, yeah. Somebody can live in my head uh, if they pay that kind of rent. I don't, and I don't want to wait in the waiting room before the MRI. That's my right. other, that's my only other catch. Um, but I would say, honestly, this person needs to like have. Don't get into a physical fight, but if you need to have a knockdown drag out fight about, you know, talking wise about all this shit, like if you need to let all this stuff out, I think that's fine. If, you know, if, if other methods haven't worked. It doesn't seem like he's tried a lot. No, that's what I'm saying. That it seems uh-huh. like he's like addre- tried to address these things once. I'm curious about what these people said back to him. Yeah, because he doesn't really say that. So I'm curious about how on the nose he was about this, because I think that that's you got to be like, hey, look, (laughs) I'm just going to come clean. I'm going to be honest. You come over here. You do this, this and this. My wife has to clean that up as her husband. That doesn't make me happy. I don't like to see that. I know she's your sister. I know you care about her. Maybe you're unaware that you do this, um, but it, it really bothers me. And then you go from there. Like, if that person's like, well, I don't give a shit, then you'd be like, all right, cool. Then I don't want to fucking know you. Like, right. Or, yeah, don't, don't take a swing at anybody because that's, right. then you're going to get kicked out. Well, um, and especially like, regardless of the outcome, you are going to have to see these, uh, you know, unless there's a divorce, you're going to have to see these people all the time. <laughs> or maybe not all the time, but they're always going to be in your life in some way. So you have to keep that uh, in check. But with that said, like that doesn't mean that you can't have like a big argument to hash something out and then that hashes it out. And then, you know, you're able to get along better after that. I don't I think I have opposite advice. No, I was going to say, like, I know of issues not that don't include me, but in my like extended family 
where like people don't talk for years over something. And then when they finally do talk, of course, it's like a big argument, but they they hash it out. And then that actually it's like, oh, they actually did finally talk about it. And that ended it in a good way or a bad way. Sometimes it does end in a like, you know what? I just don't I don't think we should really like talk that much anymore or whatever. I think depending on how these people are and Mm -hmm. operate and if Carl sees his living situation as temporary. Right. We're like, okay, I'm going to finish school. Yeah. That's uh, the thing uh, too. If he just has to like, you know, grin and bear it for another six months to a year or whatever, then maybe that's the best course of action. And if he has to do that, this is what I would suggest. And I think this might actually be fulfilling, even though it seems extremely unpalatable. (laughs) Eat shit. Oh, literally? No, that's horrible, Tim. I would say that that's worse than unpalatable. That's dangerous. I told you about the biogas. I know, and I'm not saying that. I'm just saying... Oh, you're saying eat animal shit, eat horse shit or something. Yeah, and that's fine, right? That's what this biogas website led me to believe. And then these people will want to stay away from you, and they won't be your problem. Yeah, because you all ship the breath. No, no. Just be go above and beyond. You know what? Your wife comes home to a dirty house. You know, don't make her do that. You clean the house when she gets home. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll be annoyed, but guess what? Just, uh, just know, like, be the best. You ever, like, go into a situation and be like, look, I'm going to act like the guy that everybody likes because he's friendly and mm-hmm. kind to all and helpful and does all the right things. And you can maybe keep it up for an afternoon at, like, uh, you, you, you know, your wife's uh, grandmother's birthday party or something. <laughs> for example. <laughs> for example. But, like, you know what? Like, it actually feels good to be like, oh, I'm going to act the role of the, the capable adult that is just helpful and kind and... Um, doesn't get mad at people when uh, when they do shitty things. And it winds up just being like, okay. And if, if, if you know, like, and this ends in eight months and I'm mm-hmm. moving out and like, look, the house was clean. I had a good attitude. My wife didn't have to come home and clean shit up. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you just, you just, you just do that. And uh, the, the positivity that you're putting out to the world will come back to you. So you have two options. You can either follow my advice or you can be a coward about it, it sounds like. Be an, uh, a <laughs> coward, I guess. <laughs> I was going to say, too, though. Uh, I mean, what you're saying, yeah, that that is decent advice. Um, but, but if that's going to be the rest of your life, don't do it. Oh, don't, right, like, right. Don't yeah, yeah. get out of there. Just fucking move away. Yeah. But yeah, if it's if it's well, and I think especially you're going to have a lot more leverage if if the plan is to move out in the in the foreseeable future. Well, when they come over to your house and do that shit, you can be like, hey, clean that up or leave. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, I, I think that that is tough that Carl really doesn't have, you know, he he can't set the rules for somebody else in somebody else's house. Yeah. But I also think if you're over the top in polite and kind and helpful to people who are being 
um, obnoxious or even uh, oblivious to to right. Um, it does help them to you know like suddenly the other people become friendlier, right? Because Sometimes. you know like it, yeah, yeah, they'll rise to the occasion. I don't know. Give it a shot. Hey, yeah. positivity, Tom. We're turning a corner here. I will say that under no circumstances play them this podcast because nobody's ever been shamed by a podcast. <laughs> nobody's yeah. ever been like, oh, I didn't really take what you thought into consideration, but then you played me this podcast of two fucking morons talking. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah it and really going to be like, and this is the funniest out of the dozen. You've been listening to a dozen podcasts. Well, I was just going to divorce you, man. Yeah. So, d- yeah, don't do that. You're going to get uh, uh, thrown out of the family. I'm curious. He didn't really mention what his relationship is like with the parents, did he? Uh, no. Just is the, it the a, dad. I just want to know if it's a meet the fucker situation or not. Oh. You know, uh, hey, can you milk me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, right back in if you can, Carl. Has your father-in-law ever asked you if you can milk him because he has nipples? I I mean, I imagine, well, just on paper at least, these are pretty good in-laws that they're letting them live there rent-free. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and also seems like letting their other children walk all over them. Yeah, uh, you could probably get more out of these in-laws, to be honest. <laughs> so I do wonder... If like, um, you know, if that can be part of it too, like not standing up for your annoyances, standing up for them who are giving you something, uh, nice, letting you live there for free that, you know, you can, you can go, you can get a lot of yardage, a lot of mileage out of, um, uh, that kind of, uh, uh, self justification of like, I'm not mad for me. I'm mad for them. You know, this this nice uh, couple that's giving and giving and giving. Mm-hmm. And that sure, will make they should you put on a fucking mask once in a while. Yeah. But... And, well, right. He did mention that about the dad. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like a, a bad situation. <laughs> if you like the show, you can find out. Or did you have more to well, say? Well, I was just going to say, yeah. I mean, you can't. It sounds like there's a bunch of people you need to fundamentally change. And I don't think you're going to be able to do that. Yeah. Now, when the dad comes over, put on a mask. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Put a mask on your baby when you're trying to freaking feed it. Well, the baby, if it's a baby baby, it doesn't need a mask. Hmm. If you like the show, find out more at tcgte.com. If you want us to solve a problem, we're going to do more of this uh, in our regular episodes. The Complete Guide to Everything at gmail.com. Email it. Um, uh, what are the rest of the things? Reddit.com slash r slash tcgte. Or no, slash complete guide? No, slash tcgte for our subreddit. Uh, you can also check out facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Twitter at complete guide. Follow us on Instagram at TCGTE. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. Hey, we got to say, what? Yeah, okay. Yeah. If you want, I thought su- you weren't going to say Patreon. If you were, if you want to support the show, check out our sponsors. Also check out patreon.com slash complete guide for books, the podcast this week, part three of pet seminary. C- cemetery, Tom. Oh, I 
Yeah, you haven't been listening to anything that I've been telling you about the book. Are you sure? You thought it was some sort of priest Yeah, for... but the, no. yeah all the cats and dogs, it's and it's ground. like the the dogs are the priests and the cats are nuns. <sighs> it's, our, it's our show, Books the Podcast. Um, it's, it's a weekly show where we uh, read books. Um, and, uh, you can also get, uh, episodes early and ad free. Yeah. Um, the, these episodes, if you're listening to this and thinking, boy, I wish I had heard this a day earlier. And if for some sick reason you're like, oh, I don't like Fram. I want to stop hearing about Fram. <laughs> yeah. Then honestly get a life, but <laughs> you can check out our Patreon if you want. All right, uh, Tom. It's been a it's been a rough week, uh, but I think uh, yeah, it sure has. Uh, I hope everybody is doing well. I yeah. hope everybody um, is uh, staying safe. Staying safe, uh, yeah. Especially it's shit is getting crazy. Eh, whatever, we don't need to say this. <laughs> um, just know that um, you know uh, we love you very much. We we love you very much. And we'll see you next week. That was a headgum podcast.